in my process with going inside and doing more of this inner work, it's been quite remarkable witnessing some of the things I've witnessed. And tonight it was really coming forward again as Brian was going through the meditation and I began to witness some of the same events tonight that I see in my meditation during my morning hours and what I saw this morning to some extent. So I want to talk a little bit about that. It has a lot to do with both our inner and outer attitudes, and I think it'll make sense to you as I go along. On the inner levels, oftentimes when I'm traveling, I come to different places where people have hesitated or paused or are waiting for something. And one of the first places I've witnessed this in a large way is in the astral region at the 10th door, which is here at the seat of the soul. When it opens, we as soul can step through that 10th door and begin our outer journey into the realms of spirit. Before that, we're traveling the inner realms. And the inner realms are where we are the creator. We create our belief systems. We create our emotional distress or our emotional calmness. We are the creator inside. And that's where we as the divine learn about the power of creativity and come into the true creative being that we are as soul as we begin to understand more about loving and forgiveness and acceptance and enthusiasm and all that the soul is carrying with it. Truly, the soul is loving, but within the frequency of lovingness, the whole aspect, all the aspects of God coming into manifestation within our consciousness. And it's up to us to come into alignment with the loving and then allow the aspects of the loving and of God to come into full manifestation within our own self and to recreate the spiritual kingdom inside of us and bring everything into alignment so that we can stand at this tenth door and choose to go forward into the outer kingdom. Here is where I find so many people standing at the door that is open and they will not walk through. And it's interesting because For some, the door is open, but they do not even see that the door is open. They still see the door in their consciousness closed. For others, they see the door is open, but they do not see or feel or know the opportunity is there for them to step through that doorway and into what's next for them in their journey. For others... They stand at the doorway and they know the door is open and they know they can step through it, but because of their own judgments against themselves, their sense of unworthiness, they do not allow themselves to go forward because they feel like they still have things to do inside themselves in order to be worthy to go through or to clear whatever the judgment is that they have placed against themselves to be able to go through. And the worthiness has two levels to it. One is self-worth. They have to feel worthy. They have to feel the value of themselves to be able to step forward into the outer kingdom. And for others, it's that they do not feel worthy to step into God's kingdom. They do not feel worthy of God's loving, worthy of God's grace. 
And so they separate themselves in that way. When I come present with this process, it's a very interesting one. As a spiritual teacher, the teacher waits in the astral realm, in the body of light, which is the Holy Spirit. And really the teacher, the true teacher, the only teacher, is the Holy Spirit. It isn't a person. It isn't a body in the world. It is the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit takes on the manifestation of a physical form of a teacher in the world that you would be able to relate to so that when you see it on the inner levels, you go, oh, there you are. Okay, I'm ready. If all of a sudden a stranger showed up that you didn't know, you wouldn't know whether to trust them or not. You wouldn't know whether to believe in them or not. You wouldn't know whether to step forward with them or not. But if you know that, that figure, that form, that voice, then you're going to trust it, you're going to honor it, and you're going to step forward into it with them. Oftentimes, I am present in awareness with the Holy Spirit as it stamps forward to an open door in a consciousness of one who is ready to be initiated or who has been initiated. And the opportunity is there for them now to step into the outer realms of consciousness, into the realms moving towards the kingdom of God, towards home where the soul resides. And it is for the teacher to ever be present at that door, waiting for the soul to find its way through it. God will not reach in and pull you out. The teacher will not reach in and pull you out of your own self, of the little self of the physical, into the realms of spirit. It waits for you to step forward willingly, freely, knowingly, lovingly, accepting, honoring who you are as the divine and not letting anything separate you from that. Remember, have no other gods before me. Well, what I've witnessed is that judgment, fear, unworthiness is a god in people's consciousness. And it stands between the soul and God. Fear, unworthiness, and judgment. And so, as I stand in front of some of these people, waiting for them to be able to step forward, all I can do is wait. There's nothing else that I can do, nothing else that the Holy Spirit can do in order to assist one through. They have to make the choice to break free of whatever that is that is holding them from stepping forward. So what I've been working on lately on the inner levels is working with people's consciousness to begin to help them to understand what they are doing to themselves in their self-judgment. Self-judgment is, I would say, one of the great separators between the soul that resides within our physical form and the divine that we are and the divine that is in all, that is God. So as I've been looking at this and working with people on judgment, self-judgment, I'm realizing that oftentimes we talk about forgiveness. We talk and share about forgiving others. And Jesus even said to forgive is divine. 
And yet, oftentimes we forget that the work always begins right here with ourselves. Forgive yourself first. Love yourself first. Find that place where you do and are able to forgive yourself. Find that place where you can begin to love yourself first and then love others. Forgive yourself and then forgive others. If you begin always loving others first or forgiving others first, then you're out of balance. You're not really moving in the flow that the divine spirit in you can really move in in a way that will bring about the fullness of your awakening. It always begins with self first. So be aware that if you find yourself caught up in self-judgment, work on you. Begin to work on that which is in you, which is separating you from God. And the way to do it is to go inside and accept yourself just as you are. Love yourself just as you are. And love the judgment that you've placed on yourself. Love it. Honor it. Respect it. And raise it up in loving so that the frequency of that judgment is transformed and merges into the, the movement of loving that you are bringing forward in your meditation every day. As you offer your loving to God and you open to receive God's loving, as you lift that judgment up, it is transformed into loving and no longer then is it a barrier, a barricade something that holds you back from stepping forward. But rather, you begin to move freely now into the outer kingdom. I've been witnessing this with people where they're working diligently, even in their meditation, to forgive their brother, to forgive their husband, to forgive their wife, to forgive their boss, to forgive whatever it is in the world that they find needs forgiveness from within themselves. But oftentimes there is not the forgiveness of self. So in a sense, that which they are doing falls a little bit flat. It doesn't carry to fulfillment exactly the way that the soul would like to fulfill the action of forgiveness because there is still that self-judgment that is ever undermining everything else. If you find yourself in judgment of another person and then you go inside to begin to work with that judgment, to forgive it, to release it, to move into loving with them, realize that in truth, if you're judging another, it's only because there's something inside of you that you haven't gone in and accepted within yourself. And they are just a mirror for you. They are mirroring back to you your truth or the lack of it. They are mirroring back to you the loving or the lack of loving. And it's for you to find a way to bring all this into quiet, all this into neutrality, and all this into fulfillment, which is loving. Then, when you stand at that door, and you look out into the outer kingdom, and you see the starry sky, and you see the Holy Spirit standing before you saying, come, let's go, you'll be able and willing and wanting to step forward through that door and begin the outer journey back home into the realms of spirit from which you came. So realize that if you find yourself caught up in judgment, caught up in fear, or caught up in unworthiness, begin 
to allow yourself to look at those things and see how you might transform that inside yourself in meditation and in your daily life as you walk through the day. And allow yourself the freedom to stand at that door and to be afraid, to be unworthy, to be in judgment, and step through that door anyway. Step through it. Step through your fear. Step through whatever that is that is separating you from God. And put God first. And say, God, I am coming home. I am coming to you now. I step forward knowing that as I step forward, you walk with me in this journey. And that whatever separates me from you right now, I know that as I step forward, it is gone. It is done. And it is now you first and you only. If you do that, if you will step through whatever that is that separates you from God, it will dissolve. It doesn't exist. It's an illusion, just like all of this is an illusion. It's an illusion. And if you will just step forward, it will dissolve and you will step into the truth that is, that always is. It's unchanging, that truth that you will step into. And yet, it is the illusion of things that causes separation. So if you can stand at that door and you can feel the anchor and you can feel whatever that is is either pulling you back or holding you back and not allowing you to go forward and look at it and go, it feels real, but I know this is an illusion and I'm going to step forward. I'm going to step through this. And then project loving forward before you what I've always done is this. I ask the Holy Spirit to ever go before me as I walk this path of life. And at that 10th door, I just ask the Holy Spirit, go before me, clear the way, remove any and all disturbances and distractions that I can step forward through this and go back home to God once again. I do that daily. I do not want anything separating me from God. And so I always ask the Holy Spirit, whether it be in my awake state with my eyes open or in my meditation or at night before I go to sleep, just asking the Holy Spirit to go before me, to be my guide, to clear away any and all disturbances and distractions that I stay focused on God first and only God. And that is one way to be able to clear away the illusion and to step into what is. So as I stand at those doors, and I'm looking at these souls hesitating, fearful, or not even knowing that the door is open, I realize that there's nothing for me to do but to be patient. To be patient and to honor the process that the soul is in, in this creation. Give them the space. Give them the opportunity to learn the lesson fully. And it's been an interesting process for me to learn this because there's this part of me that always wants to help somebody out. Oh, I'll do it for you. I'll do it with you. Come on, you know, take my hand. I'll pull you through. You know, and that's just my human nature to work it out. I'll solve it. I'll figure it out for you. I'll do it with you, whatever it takes. But when I'm standing there at those doors, looking at these souls, 
ready to come forward but not, I realize that I can do nothing. And the very first time I realized that, as I watched this person standing at the door, hesitating, not willing to go through because they were in a state of self-judgment, I realized that there was a part of me, that human quality down below, that was sitting in a chair in meditation, that wanted to somehow impose itself on that which I was doing right then, called, okay, now let's do it this way. And we'll take control, we'll take charge, we'll work it out for them, we'll make it right. The first thing, when that first came up for me, was I heard a voice behind me say, look to me for the direction. Don't look to that, because that will mislead you. And I looked up, and there was God, standing there, ever pointing to me, saying, this is the way you do it. You step forward in loving, and let them step forward in loving, and you meet together in that place of neutrality where the journey then begins. But you do not enter in their consciousness to try to bring them out. They have to step forward where you are in order for them to begin the journey. And then I was shown quite a bit about this whole process of being in this state of neutrality and living in this state of grace that is the Holy Spirit and being that which is grace, being grace, being divine love and just holding for that person to ever come forward, doing nothing but being present. And that's what God is. God is ever-present in our lives. God is ever-present in our lives. In every day, in every moment, in every breath, God is right with us. As the sound current, as that audible life stream, God is ever-present with us. And the voice of God in that sound is calling the soul home. Come home, come home. Please return now, come home. But because we're so distracted, we do not hear that call. We do not see the presence of God that is ever right here with us, right now. But God is ever patient. God will be with us throughout all this existence, not just while we're in this body, but in all of the creations that we enter into in this creation of the physical material worlds God is ever with us walking with us every step of the way joyful loving accepting allowing all the way through while we're crying while we're in pain while we're feeling separation while we're longing for things in this creation God is ever joyfully walking with us knowing that with every step, we're getting closer to the return. With every step, we're finding greater fulfillment for why we came into this creation. With every step, we are coming into the greater knowing of ourselves as creative loving beings that is soul. And one day, there will be that step, and God knows it, even if you don't. 
where you will step forward through that tenth door and then the greater journey begins, the journey home. That journey is an easy journey. That journey is a loving journey. That journey is an amazing journey. For there you will know God's love. You will know a greater sense of freedom than you know while you're in the physical body. And until that time, you may feel as though you're imprisoned, you're trapped. You may feel as though the world is pulling you apart. You may feel as though you've got to go out and do all these things that you don't really want to do, but there's this other part of you that keeps saying, oh, but you've got to, I've got to. Pay attention to all of that and allow it to be all okay. And then take it inside, turn it inward in your meditation and just offer it to God and say, Lord, these things that run me, these things that push me, these things that separate me from you, I just give it over to you. I don't know for sure what to do with these. And maybe you do. If you do know what to do with them, then ask God to come into the knowing of what you know and assist you in doing that. But if you do not know the answer, if you do not know solution, if you do not know how to let go of these things, give it up to God every day, every moment of every day, every breath of every day. Not just while your eyes are closed and you're in meditation, but all the time. And the way to do that is a very simple way. During the day when you find yourself in a free moment, don't sit and dwell on the world. Dwell on God. Chant the name of God if you're an initiate. Chant the hue or the anti-hue. Chant inside and fill yourself up with the power of the name, with a song of love, and allow that to begin to fill you so that you are becoming a living prayer all the time, not just in the moments you have your eyes closed in meditation during the morning or the evening or whenever that might be, but all the time, every moment, every breath, so that you are a living prayer. And then your life does transform itself. And in that judgment, in that fear, in that unworthiness cannot exist. It drops away. And then you stand free of it to step forward through that tenth door and into the spiritual kingdom. Something else that happens that's quite remarkable and this is why the Holy Spirit just stands waiting, is because the first part of the journey, you collecting the soul out of the matter of the physical body and back to the seat of the soul, is your work. It is for you to do. It isn't for God to do it. It is for the God in you to do it. Your soul, your being, your presence, the true you. So every time you sit down and you close your eyes and you hold your attention at the spiritual eye, at the seat of the soul, and you begin to chant and you begin to draw inward and upward the soul out of matter and back to itself, you begin a wondrous journey.
And it's for you to do this journey fully, consciously, awake, aware, ever focused on loving to bring about the fulfillment of the journey. And as you do that, something really remarkable does happen. All these things that we've just talked about just drop away. And even more than that, just drops away. You cannot bring towards the seat of the soul hatred, fear, judgment, anxiety. You cannot bring to the seat of the soul separation, unworthiness. It all just drops away. And you rise above it as you come here to that place of loving where the soul resides, where that divine spark resides. Nothing but loving exists. Now, what happens when you come out of your meditation and the soul consciousness begins to gravitate back into matter once again so you can get up and go do the day is up to you. You may come back into the physical form, back into the world of matter, and your soul begins to implant itself and enliven the body consciously once again. And you may just pick up all the stuff you just dropped away. You may go, okay, well, there's the judgment, there's the fear, and oh boy, unworthiness, I've got, a, I've got a lot of that over here, I'll just put it on both shoulders, and off you go. And that's your choice. You can pick it back up and carry it with you again, or you can choose to leave it. Leave it with the world of matter, and you walk anew, refreshed, restored, as a spiritual being, living from here. You may be now also living in your physical body and doing physical material things, but you're living from the soul. You are soul. And you approach things more from that place of the divine love that you are. And as you do that, all these other things just stay where they were when you dropped them. They can't come up. They can't participate. There's no room for them now. Because the loving has taken that place. The higher frequency always wins. The higher octave that is love always wins. And all that is not loving just departs. It leaves. It is no more. So in your meditation, put God first. Put your loving of God first. And ask for the Holy Spirit to walk with you in your meditation and in your daily life. And ask the Holy Spirit to go before you and remove all disturbances and distractions. If you ask, it will be given. But you've got to ask. Ask God to lift unworthiness. Ask God to lift all self-judgment. Ask God to lift the fear, to remove the fear, to dissolve the fear. Ask and you shall receive. Now, who is the God that's going to do this? Is it the God of this creation, the physical material world? Is it the God of all creation? No, it's neither one of those. It's the God that dwells right here. It's very interesting. When I was a child, I loved going to churches, any church, any denomination. I would love to go to church because somewhere in the service they would often or always say, the Lord's Prayer. And 
as soon as they began to say the Lord's Prayer, I would see the energy in the whole church just elevate, just elevate up to a higher frequency. And it's because they would go, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Immediately, they are acknowledging their own soul. That's where the Father is that we first meet up with. Our Father, who art in heaven. So right here is the door into heaven. And here is where God is first met. Where we as soul come together at the seat of the soul. Where the soul gathers together as one once again. We then begin to know the divine. We then begin to be awakened into the I am presence at that level of soul. At the seat of the soul. And we begin to know God in a way we didn't before. And so watching people saying the Lord's Prayer at a church was just the most wonderful thing for me because they were all waking up for that moment, just for that moment, to God. And the God in each and every one of them came present for just a second and it moved throughout the church. And some people felt it, some people saw it, some people responded to it and others didn't. But it was wondrous to watch because that's where I began to realize where God dwelled within us is watching that awakening take place within a church prayer, the Lord's Prayer. So when we are meditating, we are first going to wake up to God here at the seat of the soul. We are going to wake up to our own divinity, our own divinity. I am. We wake up to that I am. And once we wake up to the I am that is divine here, then the divine that is dwelling here can look up and out that doorway, out that opening, and begin to look towards where God is to be found next. Where will I find the next level of the divine? If I have found the divine here and I know I am, and I am a divine spark of the greater I am, I am a child of God, then where am I going to find the next? That's the journey. And now we begin that journey to find where does that divinity reside where we are going to merge into it and know I am God yet at a greater level. That's at the soul realm. That is the next place where we wake up to is in the realm of soul where we merge with the greater part of our soul. That which resides here at the seat of the soul is a divine spark of the soul. And it came down into this creation to have experience here. And it longs to go back into itself. Just as it first is longing to just collect itself to itself. Because the seat of the soul containing the divine spark of the soul, the flame of the soul, has dispersed its consciousness through the mind and through the senses and into the material world of the body. And it is longing to draw itself back into itself and to come back into the knowing of itself fully as loving, as divine, 
as that inner light and sound that is God dwelling here at the spiritual eye. Then it looks up and it begins the next journey to go and merge to the fullness of itself in soul. Just as it collected itself and its essence back into the divine spark, so now the divine spark begins the journey to collect itself in oneness with the fullness of soul. And so that's the next journey. And that is what the spiritual teacher is here to assist you in. The inner journey, the inner kingdom, and all that you've created in there, you are the Lord and creator of all of that. And you are responsible for those creations and it is up to you to handle all of that. The spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit, is there to assist you in it to a point. But you are the creator. And if you're going to learn about the fullness of your own creativity, God steps back and says, you figure it out. You created it. Now you decide how do you want your creation to be. Do you like your creation? Do you want to change your creation? Find a way to bring it into balance so that you live the divine loving that you are. But once you get to that spiritual eye and you step forward into the outer regions, the Holy Spirit, the teacher, steps forward and takes your hand and walks with you on that journey and assists you on clearing all the karmas that you can between you here at the seat of the soul and the soul realm. So you begin that journey into the astral and you begin through loving, to bore an opening, just to bore an opening and a tunnel between here and the soul realm. There is no way that you're going to clear all the karmas that you've created throughout all the eons of time and space in order to get to soul realm. And thank God you don't have to. Now, if you did it according to the Lord of this creation, you would have to you would have to balance all of those karmas. You would have to bring everything into balance before you could leave. Then he would say, okay, well now you can go. But God's grace comes in and assists you in a very wonderful way. You do not have to walk this spiraling path of evolution that the Lord of this creation brought into being. But rather you can walk the path of grace, the path of loving the path of the Holy Spirit, which is the straight and narrow path. And that is where you begin to step forward to as you step out of the physical realms of consciousness and enter on this inner journey through the realms and back into the soul realm. You are creating a straight and narrow path of love all the way up to your soul that you walk daily. Every day that you meditate, you sit down, you close your eyes, you hold your attention here, you look up, and there's that path before you. You may see it, you may feel it, you may know it, or you may just do it. And you walk that path. Every time you chant the name of God, every time you say, I love you, Lord, you are laying open more and more of a path before you. Because loving neutralizes the karmas that reside between you and the Lord. 
and you are just ever stepping forward each day more and more. And that path is becoming longer and wider as you move throughout the astral, the causal, and all the realms up into the realm of soul. So remember that that is the outer journey and that is where the teacher assists you, is in walking those outer realms and working yourself free of any of the karmas that stand between you and the Lord so that you truly can continue that journey back to your own soul. And the teacher is here to get you to the soul realm and to walk you to the soul of your own being and to merge the divine spark that resides here that is you back into your own self as full soul being, full soul awareness. To know that I am that I am. And in that then, the teacher has fulfilled what the teacher came here to do with you. And you have fulfilled what you came here to do with the teacher. You now have anchored yourself in the realm of soul. And the journey then begins anew. Now you look up once again. Now you look up into the spiritual realms. Now you're looking directly into the heart of God. Now your focus is to return home from which you came and to merge back into the Lord and to be at one with God once again. And the spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit, will be with you on that journey too. But a wondrous thing happens. There's no karma to resolve in the spiritual realms. There's no karma. The Lord of that creation didn't create the laws of karma, the laws of reincarnation, the laws of polarity. The Lord of that creation created loving. And out of loving, in loving, you came into being to fulfill the loving. And now, as you journey home through the realms of spirit, you are the fulfillment of that loving, returning home. And God rejoices. The prodigal son is returning. Let us have a feast. Prepare for the child coming home. And God is ever waiting for that child to return, for you, the child, to return home from which you came. So be aware that if you find yourself standing at a door and you're looking out and you might see a starry sky, and there's something inside of you that is afraid or that feels unworthy or that is in self-judgment or you're afraid of God's judgment upon you, move into loving, move into acceptance, move into forgiveness, move into that strength that is the divine in you and step forward and see where it takes. You know, in the movie that Harrison Ford did on Indiana Jones with the Holy Grail, he had to step forward, called the leap of faith. He had to step off of a cliff, not knowing if he was going to fall hundreds of feet down or if somehow he was going to be able 
to miraculously walk across to the other side. This is a leap of faith. It's leaving all that you know, leaving the physical behind, the physical body, leaving behind the imagination, the emotion, the mind, and stepping forward into something that you may not have a lot or any reference point for. It's a leap of faith. Step forward and do it. Then the Holy Spirit can take your hand and say, come on, let's go quick, don't look back. (laughs) And off you go. That's where the story of Lot's wife comes in. Don't look back. Lot and his family was told to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. And as Lot was taking his family out, Lot was told, tell your family to not look back, but to ever look forward where they're going. Do not look back from which they came. Because if they look back, they will turn into a pillar of salt. And so off they go on their journey. And Lot's ever saying, look forward, look forward. Just keep looking forward where we're going. No matter what you see, no matter what you hear, whatever you feel, keep looking forward. Well, Lot's wife turned and looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. In truth, what that saying is, don't look back. Don't look back at your past. Don't look back at where you've been. Don't look back at what you've let go of. Ever look forward and keep stepping forward into what's next. What's next? Step into the moment of God now. If you stop and you look back, you will turn into a pillar of salt. You will become a part of the physical material world once again. You will get caught up in it. You will be a pillar of salt. And then you will have to separate yourself from that realm of matter once again. So ever look forward. Ever, ever look forward. In your meditation, in your daily life. And ever step forward. Take that leap of faith if that's what it is. Take it. And know that nothing can hurt you in spirit. Nothing can hurt you. Not even you can hurt yourself when you're in the realm of spirit, when you are traveling in your soul body. And everything that confronts you is there for your freedom, for your liberation. So greet it, welcome it, love it, honor it. And you will watch negativity run from you so fast because it will not know what to do with loving. It loves to create disturbance in you, to create fear in you, to create separation in you. And it will do all it can to do that, whether you're in the body here or whether you're in your soul body, traveling in the outer regions, in the outer realms. But if you just accept it and love it and say, hey, welcome, I love you, it runs the other way. And then you can start running after it and go, wait, wait, where are you going? You know, and it'll just run faster and everything else will run away from you too because it'll go, oh my God, they've got it figured out. They've won. And the Lord of this creation will just let go of you. Will just let go of you. Because the Lord of this creation will know it no longer has power over you. You now 
have power over this creation. You are the Lord of this creation. And you can step free of it. And then you really truly wake up. You wake up from this dream that you've been in. You wake up and realize the illusion that this really is. You wake up and realize that this really is a great stage that God created. And you've just been reading from the script all this time. You've been playing a part, a divine part, in God's wonderful play. And all of a sudden, you've read the last line, and there's no other part for you to play on this stage. So now you can leave the stage and return back to your true self, to the life of your own beingness. You fulfilled the play that you were here to fulfill. And one day you'll wake up and know that. You'll see that. And you'll see that your book of life has been a divine script that God laid out. And that you were just going it blind by line, word by word, letter by letter, fulfilling everything that God wrote for you as soul to fulfill. Until finally you got down to that last period of the last sentence and it's done. But what's amazing is we get down to the last word, to the last letter of the last sentence and to that period and then we start repeating it all over again because we don't know what to do with ourselves. We don't know where to go with ourselves. So we begin to create either a new play or we begin to repeat the play that we just finished thinking that there's nothing else to do so I'll just do it over again. The key is when you get to that point where you are complete, allow yourself to be complete and hold to the neutrality, hold to the loving, hold to the divinity inside of yourself and be free. Be free in this creation and fulfill whatever that is left for you to fulfill here. And when you step free of this body, you will step free of this creation and you will be a liberated soul. I hope that what I'm sharing tonight is clear. I know when I look at it from the inner levels now in the work that I'm doing, I know that all I have to do is be. And Brian is discovering the same thing in the inner work that he is doing. Every night, every night, there are classes, well actually all the time there are classes going on on the inner levels on all the different realms between here and the soul realm. There are all kinds of different classes taking place. And you as souls on the path of liberation are attending these classes day and night, whether you know it or not, whether you're aware of those classes or not, whether you know anything is taking place or not, you are there. And it's interesting because these classes go on day and night. Now how could that be? How could I be driving the car and I'm still in a class somewhere on another level of consciousness? Well, you are. How could I be at work? How could I be talking on the phone? How could I be eating? How could I be brushing my teeth and still be on another level, attending a class somewhere, learning something? It's because the soul in us can travel 
and have experience while the conscious mind is doing its daily routine. We live a life of routine and the mind loves routine. Remember, the mind that exists and that we are trapped in until we break free of is part of this creation and part of this creation, all of this creation, is habitual. It runs again over and over and over and over. And so the mind just sets up a routine and never is doing it daily. And the soul finds that as the mind is doing its routine, it can be traveling and going over here and attending a class about liberation. It can go over here and attend a class about healing. It can go to another place and learn about the path of light and sound. It can go to another place and learn about forgiveness. During the day, it could actually attend several different classes while the conscious mind is ever moving the body and doing its routine. And all the time, we are not aware of that because we have not come awake in the soul yet to have the awareness of that. But it's a wonder to really be able to have that experience. How many times have you gone through your day and all of a sudden it's like other ideas come into your mind that are very spiritual, that are very uplifting, that are very enlightening to your consciousness. It's almost as though you're hearing a teacher just dictate or share with you something. Or you're hearing your own consciousness share with you a great wisdom. That is the knowing of those experiences in class. You're bringing back that insight, that learning, that wisdom that you've gathered together in those classes, on those inner levels, and bringing it back. And it means that you're now waking up beyond the mind, beyond the unconscious, and beginning to wake up more into that place at the seat of the soul where you're becoming aware of those things. You're being able to bring those things present in your awareness. Not so much in your consciousness, but in your awareness. And it then sort of precipitates. It just kind of comes into the conscious awareness. So if you have that happening, be aware that you are waking up. You are waking up into the divine that you are you are waking up and becoming more responsible as a divine creator of love in your life. And it's beginning to manifest on all levels of your life. And rejoice in that and love that and journal it. Write it down. Write your thoughts. Write your feelings. Write what you get. Because that's how you'll anchor it in your life. I've done that all my life. Ever since I've learned to write, I have written these things down. Because if I don't, I find that oftentimes it's a fleeting moment and then it's gone. And I go, God, what was that? What was that? But if I write it down, it's there for me to reference back to again. And six years from now, I can go back and I can reference to it and bring it present again. And if I'm not doing it, I can find a way to bring it forward once again to do it. So I've always got that learning, that knowing. Not just knowledge, but knowing present with me to ever remind me of who I truly am and what I'm really here doing. 
So journal it. Write it down so that you always have that available to you. It can make a big difference. When I was working at my first job at a grocery store, I was packing groceries. And I would take a paper bag, because that's all we had back then, and I had it stuck underneath where I was working because we were assigned to one place at this big department store, grocery store kind of thing. And I would just stay at this one stand my whole shift and just keep bagging groceries. And people would then take them out to their own cars. And so I had a bag and I had a pen. And every time I would have these thoughts or awarenesses come in, I would pull the bag out and I'd write it down and I'd stick it back in there. And I'd go on and keep on bagging and I'd write more down. And so I'd take this bag home at night and then I'd put it in my journal. Finally, I got so tired of doing that that what I would do is I would staple bags together. And that became my journal for a while. (laughs) And one day when I was off for lunch, I had forgotten to take the bag with me. And I came back and the bag was gone. There was a blank bag there where there had been my bag of my my awarenesses. And a few days later, this lady came back in, and she knew I was there, and she often saw me writing things down, I guess. She came in and she says, I think I've got something of yours. And I said, what? What's that? And she pulled this bag out and handed it to me, and she says, "Is, is this yours? Does this look familiar? And I said, oh, gosh, yeah, thank you very much. I was kind of embarrassed. (laughs) And she said, could you tell me what this is about? I read it, and I want to know more. This is really interesting. (laughs) And so I told her I couldn't talk right then because I was working. So I said, if you come back at my lunch hour, I'll share some more with you. And so she did. And so she came over, and we had sandwiches together and talked a little bit. and, And she was really interested. And then she began going and buying books about spiritual pathways and meditation and psychic phenomena and just all kinds of things because of that. And every time she'd come through, she'd go, what are you writing now? Tell me more. (laughs) So it became a little joke. And the woman that I was usually assigned to 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 bag groceries for, she was the, the clerk checking people out. She'd always see me writing things. And she was never curious until this woman brought this bag back and asked. And then she started wanting to know too. But she did other things with it than use it to her advantage, I would say. She used it against herself, which is something we can do also with this information. We can use it against ourselves. By not meditating, by not going in and connecting to our own truth, but using this information in the outer world first, we'll find that it will back up on us. And it will work against us rather than for us. But if we'll go in and connect first to that inner wisdom, to that inner truth where loving resides, then we'll find that it'll all flow and work according to how it's planned. So sit down, go inside, and meditate and connect into that divine loving first. And then you don't have to try to figure it out because it just is. And it unfolds before you naturally. And then your life unfolds before you in a very loving and natural way, rather than you having to force it to be something. Just go ahead now and just 
Move your body into relaxed, receptive, vulnerable state. As you allow your body to become more and more receptive to that movement of loving, just allow your consciousness now, from the physical to the astral, to the causal, the mental, the etheric and into the soul. Just now allow every level to come into alignment with the movement of God's loving as it manifests and expresses from the very heart of God. And just allow all these levels within you to lift up, up in alignment with its expression of God's loving as it comes down from the realms above. Just lift your loving now so that your loving meets God's loving where the two become one. And in this oneness now, we'll just call forward the divine expression. And so Lord God, just now as we do our part in lifting our loving and meeting with you, we do ask that through this oneness and this connection with you, we awaken to the divine within, coming into the knowing and the fullness and the expression of the movement of this loving and this oneness with you. Lord, we open to receive of all your blessings and assistance to help us, to move us, to bring us into this beingness where we know our divineness with you. And Lord, we are grateful for all that you give us and for all that we experience and for all that we are. And so just now take in a deep breath. And just once again, allow yourself to relax, continuing to open in this receptivity and vulnerability, in this beingness and movement of loving. And just take in another deep breath. And this time, as we exhale, we'll begin chanting the Anahu. So just now, find yourself at that spiritual door, the seat of the soul. Just allowing your attention and your awareness to gather here. 
within the living temple. And as your attention gathers here, just now see before you the tenth door, the spiritual door, that doorway out of the physical universe and into the realm of the spirit. And as this doorway becomes clear, just now reach out and open the door, pulling the door towards you inwardly. So do that just now. And as you open the door, just now gazing outward, outward into the realms of spirit, allowing that loving light of God to now enter into your inner kingdom, to simply allow and invite God's loving to come within. And as you let God's light in, allow this light to fill your vessel, to fill it completely so that truly God's loving lives in you and through you fully in all ways. So just now take a few moments and allow God's living presence to fill you and to live within you. And as God's loving presence fills you at this time, also just now, share with God anything that it is that you would like to share, placing and allowing God's loving to come into all areas within you, within your own consciousness, and into any situation or circumstance within your life, with others, with work, with the material world. Just allow this light to fill all those areas within that have to do with the physical, material world. And as you finish sharing this with God, just finish off by asking God to bless all these things with God's loving. And as you ask for God's blessing of loving, just let go and just trust that God and all this is taken care of through God's loving. And so now, 
if we just let this go, continuing now to step forward in a greater freedom and an ease within your inner kingdom. Just now allow God's loving light to come into the level of the imagination, allowing God's loving to fill all the areas within your creative imagination, bringing all those areas of your dreams, your fantasies, all those things that you would wish for and hope for, just allow God's loving now to enter in. As God's loving continues to fill your creative imagination, once again, just ask God to bless this whole area through loving and through alignment so that all within the creative imagination comes into alignment with the movement of God's loving. And just now in your awareness, notice through the movement of this loving how it has an upward pull so just now allow this upward pull to lift you into the causal realm now, the realm of emotion. Just traveling along this current of loving into the causal level now, just asking once again that God's loving and blessings fill this realm of emotion, allowing God's loving to bring calm, soothing, and peace to all those areas within where you may experience emotional disturbance or disassociation of any kind. And also allow that loving to fill all those happy and joyful thoughts and feelings, just allowing the loving to fill this realm of the emotion completely and fully, knowing and trusting that through God's loving all is fulfilled. So now, as the emotional realm is filled to overflowing, allow this overflow to now lift you ever higher, traveling inwards and upwards into the region of the mind, the mental realm, allowing this loving to continue lifting you and filling now the realm of mind. All those thoughts, all those judgments, all those belief systems, now just let them be filled with God's light and love, bringing all these into a place of neutrality, harmony, peace, and quiet, so that truly God's loving can manifest fully and completely in the realm of the mind.
And so now, as we continue this inner journey, allowing this movement of loving now to lift you beyond the mental region and into the region of the etheric, the unconscious void, allowing this light now to go before you, lighting the path, so that you can see your way clear and through, completely through this void, this realm of unknowing and darkness. Just now allow God's light and loving to fill this region, making the way clear so that you see your way through and allowing the movement of this loving now to lift you higher and higher through this etheric void. Just allow the light of your soul now to journey upon God's movement of loving to lift you ever higher through this etheric realm. And so now, within yourself, see yourself stepping through this loving into the level of soul. Stepping into that positive, pure white light, allowing the oneness and the neutrality of your own inner light to come into its fullness, into your knowing, through your experience, the truth of who you are. And so now step into the light of your own soul. And so realize that you have now completed the inner journey through the inner kingdom. And now once again before you, Look outwards and notice that door that you had opened to allow God's loving to come into your inner kingdom. Now see where this light comes from in the outer universe, the spiritual universe. And so as it becomes clear within you and before you, as this light moves now through this door, step forward through the spiritual doorway and in to the outer kingdom, allowing the light of your soul now to journey free of the inner kingdom and the physical universes and into the spiritual realms. And as you step forward, just now step upon that path of light and sound, allowing God's loving now to truly lift you Realizing all you have to do is surrender and let go and let God and that God's divine grace will lift you and take care of you that no matter what happens you know you're taken care of and that truly there is nothing to fear for all is well. And so now as you begin the greater journey just let go and allow this loving light to lift you back towards its very source. And as you continue this outer journey now, 
allowing the sound of spirit to come forward once again in that vibration of the hue and the anai hue. So just now within your inner consciousness, once again silently within yourself, begin chanting the hue or the anai hue as this divine light of God's grace lifts you ever higher in the realms of spirit. So as you continue along this path of light and sound, once again, look upwards and forwards, and just now begin to see that brilliant, bright light of God before you, that this light is drawing you towards. Just along this light now, allowing your soul to continually travel towards this very source, as you continue chanting inwardly, allow yourself now to be drawn into, to experience the merging in the oneness with the divine light of God.
So just continue going deeper and deeper, allowing yourself to open and to continue expanding into this greater oneness and this purity, allowing your soul now to merge into the greater fullness, the greater loving, and the greater oneness.
And so now, once again, allowing the sound of the hue to enter and to fill your complete consciousness, allowing the sound to resonate and to bring everything into harmony and frequency with this movement of loving. And as the sound of the hue continues to grow and to expand within you, just allow that light and sound of loving to continue growing within your own consciousness to where it begins to reach out beyond you. And as it continues to expand and touch to others, allowing your light to blend and become one with others' lights through the sound of the hue, knowing that in God's loving, we are all one. And so now, as the movement of the sound continues to move in you and through you, once again, we're going to chant the hue now, outwardly, allowing the movement to move from the inner to the outer, so that all truly becomes one, one in consciousness, one in movement, one in loving. So just take in a deep breath. And on the exhale, we'll begin chanting the hue. Just letting the sound of the hue awaken you on all levels, awakening the spirit within so that you truly live it and express it in every moment. And so now, just allowing that movement of loving being present on all levels. As you're ready, you can open your eyes to stay present with the sounds and this inner light. <laughs>